dives in for the touchdown. Did he get it? Yes, sir, he did. Touchdown to Detroit Lions. You're listening to the One Podcast. Hello and welcome to the One Pridecast. I'm Tori Petrie, joined as I am each week during the season by Lomas Brown. Hey! That's a special Thanksgiving week, hey, from Lomas. That was a special Thanksgiving, hey. You're exactly right, Tori. Exactly, exactly. Well, Lomas, we're going to have to talk Lions football at some point on this podcast, but since it is Thanksgiving week, let's start there. Obviously, you got the Thanksgiving game uh, to to cover. We'll both be there. We'll be yes. eating our fill of turkey and cranberry <laughs> sauce and mashed potatoes and all those oh. good things in the press box beforehand. Uh, but what are your Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving weekend plans? Well, Tori, I thought I'd change it up this year, this year, and not go with the turkey, but go with little Cornish hens. Whoa, oh, whoa, yes, whoa, whoa. Yes, And I'm going to stuff those little boys, okay. too. So they might be big <laughs> Cornish hens, but I'm going to stuff them, and I'm going to have all the things, the mashed potatoes, of course. You got to have the cranberry. Yeah. And, of course, you know, I have to do the desserts. That's my favorite part. Oh, that's part. your specialty. Favorite part of Thanksgiving, the desserts. So I have a couple of pies. I got some donuts that I still have in the freezer that I got. I'm going to break those out. And then I got a (laughs) special fruit pizza that I make. A fruit pizza. Yes, very, Ooh. very delish. Yes. All right. I yes. can get behind that. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I'm going to do it like that, and hopefully it's going to taste well because we're going to eat this after a victory, after right. a nice victory. Of course. Of yes. course. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to press box food, of course, and okay. then enjoying food with friends afterwards. And then over the weekend, mm-hmm. I have high school football. Um, it's something I've done for the past, I don't know, three years or so. I will be sideline reporting for the high school football state finals at okay. Ford Field. So I will be at Ford Field Thursday for the Thanksgiving game and then Friday and Saturday for <laughs> high school football. It is a whole jam-packed week of Ford Field, um, and it's so much fun. It's really fun to uh, find all the storylines on these high school players. This is a huge moment in their lives. I mean, I can remember I wasn't a football player in high school, but I was a swimmer, and I can remember going to state finals as a swimmer, and it was just such a big deal. Right. Um, and, and football is – amazing because the whole school comes out to support you and it's just such a cool thing in these kids lives and I get to cover it and get to talk to them (laughs) about it and tell their stories and it's a blast so I'm looking forward to doing that on Thanksgiving weekend so one of my goals now is because I coach high school I'm the O-line at Bloomfield Hills Blackhawks. I've been there about wearing eight years. His, wearing oh, his uh, gear, too. Wearing it proudly. So now our thing is to make the, – my goal is for you to cover us one year. Okay, Lomas. At the forward field. So now we're going to have to kick some butt. Make sure we get Please to the do. playoffs so you could cover us maybe next year. And you're going to give me all the inside track on you your know, storylines. I got you. Look, we're in the inner circle, so I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Might, might go see a, see a movie if I can find some time that, during the Thanksgiving week, off off week. You know, you and I love our movies. Yeah, and that's big for people. I think that's one it of is, the biggest movies. It's something movie, that I used to do uh, yeah. as a kid growing up with our family. We'd have Thanksgiving dinner, and then we'd go out to the movies afterwards. See, that's awesome now. A, yeah. a little bit different for me now, so you know you basically have work and then right. you get off and you just have enough time to eat <laughs> so you got to pick one or the other uh but the movies are definitely a thanksgiving week yeah tradition. i think i'm gonna try to do that too it's a couple of movies I'm, I'm a little behind with my movies i hate to say but i'm a little behind in my movies but i want to do some catching up maybe this will be a good weekend f- at is. least for me to catch up it is be what do you, you yeah what do you plan on doing with your friday saturday <laughs> sunday you know uh, <clears throat> we got some florida gators we do we, so that you is know a big i game. got to watch that against i hate it rivals in tallahassee Ugh. i mean obviously we're gonna win thank you thank you you know, and I wanted—I didn't want to, 
just rub it in with Christian Jones. I wanted to find him in the locker room. <laughs> just a you know, just a little friendly wager. Lomas, guys, Lomas you know? does this every single week. <laughs> Whenever the Gators are playing another team who uh, there's a player on the Lions who went to that college, Lomas seeks them out yes, in the locker right. room and just has to do a little bit of trash talking. Exactly right. You know, I couldn't say much. I, I interviewed Isaac Nada today. Of course, he's the University of Georgia, and they beat us a little early, so I couldn't mm. brag as much. You know, I had to leave it in the realm of the whole SEC because he has bragging rights over right, me this right. year, just this year right now. Just so, for right now. That right now. Yeah, my brother is a senior at Florida State, and so Ooh. I think it's safe to say that he might lose his final football wow. game as a Florida State student. So wait a minute. Talk to me how that worked out. I know. The Gator, I know. Florida, Seminole. I've actually had to soften my heart a little bit. <laughs> I still will never root for the Seminoles, and I still cannot do the chop oh, at all. Yes. But I am – more kind with our rivalry okay. now because it is my brother and I love him and he's great and he loves his he's loved his experience at FSU so hi Chase if yeah. you're listening here <laughs> so I have to be a little bit nicer now but yeah, we'll be nice to Chase oh I will be okay. rooting for the Gators this oh yeah weekend, yeah hardcore. and I don't want it to be close I would like for us to go ahead and blow it out so the game you know I don't want any right, tight right. games and stuff so I'll do that and then of course on Sunday Tori catch up with some football, watch some NFL football, and just relax a little bit. You know, get a chance to wind down and relax. But the whole time, I'm going to still be eating Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving starts. Oh, yeah, you save it, yeah. Yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving. For sure. And with the Sunday off, I get to go to church again Ah, on Sundays, which I love getting to do at some point during the season. Obviously, we don't get to do that on Sundays as the season goes on, but I'll get to do that this weekend, so I'm looking forward to that as well. And of course, there are other people whose rivalry games are this weekend too. We cannot forget uh, the one that probably most our listeners will be paying attention to, yes. Michigan-Ohio State. Yes, now that's a big game. Now for us Michigan, the Michigan listeners out there, we need this one. You know, I'm speaking like I'm a Michigander right now. We need this. We need to beat those Buckeyes. We cannot lose to those Buckeyes again. So this is spoken from a Michigander right now. Let's go. Go blue. Right, right. Go blue. Okay. Yes. Okay. And it was I said that kind of serious too, Tori. Go blue. <clears throat> well, you heard it yes. here first, folks. <laughs> go orange and blue as yeah. well. <laughs> That's our Thanksgiving week plans. Yeah. And I was going to ask you, I got asked this question on, on uh, Tory Steak. Someone asked me hammer turkey, and I was going to ask you the same, but you're going yeah. Cornish hen. Yes. I'm going to change it completely up. You threw me for a loop uh-huh. here, Lomas. I like that. I like throwing you for a loop every now and then, Tori. Okay. I like that. Yes. Okay, then let me ask you this. Uh-oh. Mashed potatoes or sweet potatoes? Oh, sweet potatoes. Hands down. Well, you sweet said you potatoes. did like your dessert. That's right. So I, I got a sweet tooth. I have mm. to admit, I got a bit of a sweet tooth. Okay. Sweet potatoes, yes. Okay. And mm-hmm. then what is your preferred Thanksgiving side? Like, if you had to just pick one, what's wow. the best one? The, my best side would be collard greens okay yes i could do the collards yes nice that sounds good with with some turkey in it too okay oh she's getting my taste buds acting up right here on this podcast and everything so okay what's your favorite side you know what growing up i would say that it would have been macaroni and cheese oh yes I i don't know if people in michigan eat macaroni and cheese with their thanksgiving dinners you know you see those maps of like favorite sides for Thanksgiving and it's always like some states have some weird ones you're like what that's not salad why is salad your favorite side 
Um, <laughs> macaroni and cheese is mine. Uh, we had that growing up, but now I don't eat cheese anymore, so I've got to pick a new so one. So you got to change it up, huh? Yeah, I would say probably, well, I mean, green bean casserole has got oh, cream in it as well, yeah. so I'm, I'm struggling here. Oh, man. We Thanksgiving gonna... is a difficult one to navigate <laughs> as a no-dairy person. Yeah, but definitely you got to have your cranberry and stuff. Oh, I love you do the cranberry the, and yes, dressing. Yes, but the homemade cranberry sauce, Thank the kind you. you make on the stove, is 10,000 times better than the kind in a can. Thank you. That was sweet music to my ears. Yes. Sweet music. Yes, it was. It's so good. Oh. That, that was my job uh, at Thanksgiving growing up. I made the oh, cranberry the sauce cranberry on the stove. <laughs> yeah, that was my job. Uh, hopefully, though, I won't be doing any cooking on Thanksgiving because I'll be working. And then I just will show up at somebody, somebody's house and be like, okay, feed me. That's the That's best how Thanksgiving. I do it. That is the best Thanksgiving <laughs> right there. It's the greatest. It's great. <laughs> The Stadium Collection, located inside Gate A at Ford Field, is your one-stop shop for all your Detroit Lions merchandise needs. Open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. The Stadium Collection has something for every Lions fan in your life to show their pride. All right, Lomas, we got to talk about this football team and what happened this last week against the Redskins. (sighs) Why did the Lions lose to the, at the time, one win Redskins. So for first, I'll start off with a oh my goodness. I'll start it off with that. And Tori, it's just getting to the point now where I'm starting to wonder what is going on out there. I really am, Tori. I mean, again, we play a rookie quarterback and we don't pressure the guy. You know, we we don't pressure him. It's a good thing he played like a rookie because he missed some wide open throws. Yeah, I just I said this on Tory's take. I just wanted to be known. No one played a good game in that game in Washington, right? Maryland, wherever it was, <laughs> nobody played well. You are so right. He played bad, and that that actually kept us in the game. But I just don't understand why we can't consistently come up with a game plan to where we can. Uh, pressure these young quarterbacks, these quarterbacks that aren't playing well. I'm, I'm just not understanding that, Tori. And, and again, we're, we don't finish games. We'll get a lead, and, and no lead is safe. No lead is safe, especially with time left on the clock, because some kind of way they're going to get the momentum and they're going to put themselves in position to either tie the game or win the game. And you know, it's it's becoming baffling to me. I'm a man that played 18 years in this league, seen a lot of things, and this is actually starting to puzzle me to why we just can't get it right, either scheme wise or player wise. I just I'm just at a loss for words right now, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, I think the thing that has stood out to me as consistent is that the Lions have not been able to make the plays in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. It it has been. It's so crazy to see the turnaround from this being a team that used to have fourth quarter comebacks. You used to say, okay, they're down in the fourth quarter, but they are never out. Mm -hmm. And this team somehow gives up plays in the fourth quarter and then can't make plays of their own. And that is what has just been baffling to me. It has been. I mean, I think to everybody, Tori, and you're you're right about that. And it's, like you say in this little things, we, we we have opportunities to make those plays, but we're just not making them. And, and, and 
the same, some of the same players. And that's the thing. Yeah, we had the, the, uh, some of the players uh, change at some of the positions. And, of course, injuries. But every team deal with injuries. But it's just the level where our guys are playing at now compared to last year or even compared to, like you say, earlier in the game. It just seemed like we'll come out, start off pretty decent, but as the game goes on and winds on, it just seems like we either lose our intensity or we lose our discipline and we're not doing things that we do in the first half to put ourselves in position to win the game. So it's frustrating too because you see it over and over again and you would hope the guys or the coaches co- co- can correct the problems during the week leading up to the game, but yet and still, once the game happens, you see those same things creep into the game. So, very frustrating right now. I mean, 157 yards of offense the Lions had in the third quarter yes. versus negative three for the Redskins, and they still lost. Yes. I mean, puzzling, Tori. And, and again, like you saying, we were moving the ball. We were running the ball. We were throwing the ball. Jeff seemed to be in a good rhythm and everything. But as soon as it got to the fourth quarter, I think we might have had – I think we had less than 20 yards in the fourth quarter. I mean, we didn't put up any yardage in the fourth quarter. Again, we let Dwayne Haskins – a guy that had been struggling throughout the whole year and struggled in our game, we let him get his confidence. And by the fourth quarter, he was throwing the ball a lot better than he was in the first three uh, quarters of that game. So, again, they I thought the defense did a decent job on Adrian Peterson and, and Darius Geis. I thought we did good against their run. But, again, like you say, nobody played well, but they played well enough to put themselves in position to, uh, to win the game. Yeah. Well, let's look at this game against the Bears. Lions versus Bears on Thanksgiving doesn't get much more traditional than that. So, (laughs) I mean, the Thanksgiving Day game is fun. Honestly, I've been a part of it for six years now, and whether the Lions are winning or losing, the Thanksgiving Day game is just a fun atmosphere to be a part of. It's one, one of my favorite games all year. I just really enjoy the Thanksgiving Day game. Uh, but the Lions are facing the Bears after just facing them, I think, 18 days yes. before this game. So they are fresh off of that last loss to the Bears, really, and they have to face this team again. What do they need to look out for this time? Well, I tell you what, I said earlier, if they don't blitz or pressure Mitchell Trubisky as soon as he gets off the bus, don't even wait till he get inside <laughs> the stadium. As soon as he steps off the bus, start blitzing him then. Tori, <laughs> do not let that guy get comfortable. I mean, to me, he will give you opportunities to intercept or recover. He will give you opportunities at turnovers if you pressure him. But if you let him sit back there like he did the last game, then he's going to end up throwing three touchdown passes in a row when he only had five before he faced us the first part of the year. So, to me, Mitchell Trubisky hadn't improved that much you know, since we played him. So, to me, the key is to make him feel as uncomfortable as you can. Tackle the running back on the way to getting to Mitchell Trubisky. That needs to be our game plan on defense. I don't care. If you have to send the whole house at him, send it at him. But don't let that guy get comfortable because if he does, he's going to get his confidence level to a certain point where he thinks that they can beat him. I'm quite sure Chicago's coming in here knowing, thinking that they could beat the Lions. 
They're looking at this as a home game, a you game that, that can win. You said that last week about the Redskins. Absolutely, Tori. If I'm a guy in the locker room and I'm looking at what has happened to the Lions over the last few weeks, I'm coming in here a lot more confident because I think we had a great chance of beating this team because we know if we could get this team in the fourth quarter or keep the game close in the fourth quarter, we should be able to pull it out. Yeah, well... We shall see what happens on Thanksgiving Day. How about offensively? What is the key for the offense on Thanksgiving? Obviously, last time the Lions played the Bears, yes, Jeff Driscoll was just taking over as quarterback, so that was just really a shock to everyone. That was the main storyline in that game. He played decent in that game. Uh, but now that he's had a little bit more time, what is going to be the key for the offense? To me, Bo knows. Okay. There it is. Give me some Bo. I love Bo. I love Bo, Bo Scarborough. He, to me, he is that tough runner that you, you have to have in this league. He's a guy that's going to break tackles. He's a guy that's going to make the defense have to gang tackle him because if they don't, one guy's not going to bring him down. He's a guy, if I'm an offensive lineman, I'm glad that guy's behind me because if I miss my block or if I don't get a great block, I know this guy behind me is going to push me or push the line or I know he's going to fall forward and get positive yard. And that's a sense of security in the back of your mind when you got a back like that so give me some bow give me bow all day could bow okay. nose okay. yes i love bow i love it yes. i love it well lomas that's a good place to wrap up this uh short version on a short week of the podcast uh we will see everybody on thursday at ford field thank you guys so much for joining us before we close out lomas i'll ask you one thing that is just really positive about your week since we are, are wrapping this up on a holiday week. I like to keep the positive like holiday that. vibes here. So let's wrap this okay. podcast up with Here's that. a positive thing. Today, me and 12 other former alumni passed out 400 turkeys today. Oh, I love to that. To people in need down in Detroit. It was great. It took us. It was such a need. It only took us probably a little less than two hours to pass out all those turkeys. The people were so thankful, man. It was people coming up in walkers. It, it's it's kind of heartbreaking to see, but it felt so good to be able to give them a, a Thanksgiving Day meal, and everybody was so grateful for it. So that's my happy spot today. I, I love did that. That, that yes. is perfect. That is the perfect way to end this <laughs> podcast. I love it, Lomas. Thank you so much for joining us, as always. Thanks, Tori.